like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 73 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Uh, happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I know I was supposed to be here yesterday, but I told you guys I wasn't feeling well. Didn't want to come on here like that. But we're good now. It's Saturday. Big fight tonight. Got some things to get through today. Uh, we got, we're going to talk a little bit of Stephen A. Smith versus Tara Owens, Week 12 in the NFL. Uh, the pick four, of course, the big Packers versus 49ers game, which has some major playoff implications right now. Uh, of course, we're going to talk a couple of things in boxing that's been going on this week, and then we're going to wrap with the Wilder versus Ortiz 2 previews. So um, let's jump right into it, man. I want to start off with the Stephen A. Smith and Tara Owens thing because it, it, it really bothered me. Um, you know, I understand that we laughed. It was funny for a couple minutes to me, you know, looking at Max after uh, Tara Owens said what he said. If you didn't see the clip, Tara Owens basically said that, you know, in light of recent things going on with uh, Stephen A. Smith's opinion on the Kaepernick situation, he said that Max is blacker than Stephen A. Smith on national television. First of all, that's not something you say in, in front of white people. Or period You don't definitely don't say it on national television uh, You can see the hurt And embarrassment on Stephen A's face I think You know Stephen A Is a brother who has Like Max was saying Been through everything Came up Got it out the mud And you know he, He's a, if One of the best ESPN And one of the highest paid ESPN personalities Out right now And somebody that I look up to we're not all going to agree on this Kaepernick situation. That's it. That's all. We're all not going to. We're all really not going to know what happened. Uh, you know, some people feel a way, and if that's your, if that's how you feel, if you feel like Kaepernick was wrong, was wronged, or you feel like he was wrong, that's your opinion. I, we don't, we really don't know what happened that Saturday, and we all feel a way. Like I said. Me personally, I thought that, you know, Kaepernick looked like somebody who doesn't want to be in the NFL. I said it. I'm stand, I'm standing by that. Call me what you want. He looked like somebody that just wanted to, quote, unquote, expose the NFL some more. And just, like he said, control the narrative, but whatever. It To me, it looked like somebody who doesn't want to play in the league. That's what it looked like to me. You can say what you want. But, you know, Stephen A said what he felt, and everybody's been attacking him all week. I don't think that's fair, especially when there are a lot of people who feel that way. And look, man, you guys don't know Kaepernick. You guys, you guys really don't know the situation. And for you guys to keep attacking this man and attacking this man's blackness is crazy, especially for somebody like Terrell Owens to do that. You know, this is the guy that, you know, told us his name wasn't Terrell. It's, it's Terrell. It's Terrell. Terrell Owens. And you're going to get sit here and tell somebody that a white guy is blacker than, like, come on, dog. That's that's out of line. That's out of line. And, you know, when we talk about blackness, it's, it's, it's crazy how 
that's just thrown around. Like, what makes Max blacker than any? What makes him black? Is Mac a, is Max a woke person? Yeah. Does Max know his history? Absolutely. Is Max racist? No. But that does not make Max black. <laughs> if you're not black, you're not black. That's period. Like, come on, dog. It, it, it should be simple, simple than that. That was a very ignorant comment. And yeah, man, I, I I didn't like that at all. Didn't like that at all. I would hate for somebody to say that to me, especially on national television. That was an embarrassment. It was ugly. It was ugly. I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was funny at first, like I said, but nothing nothing to laugh about, honestly. Nothing to laugh about. But yeah, that's all I have for that. That's all I have for that. I don't think I needed to go any deeper than that. Um, all right, off that, off that. I just wanted to say that you know I didn't like it. All right, let's get into some football, man. It's, it's going down this week, bro. It's going down. It's, it's going to be a good week for the. I mean, it's going to be a good slate of games Sunday into Monday. But um, let's let's <laughs> let's we got to get back into the Miles Garrett thing, man. So you know, Miles Garrett had his appeal this week, and of course, it got denied. And uh, so he comes to the appeal apparently at the hearing. Now all of a sudden, Mason Rudolph called him a racial a racial slur. That's this is what happened now. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And if that was the case, as soon as you got a chance to get to the media, as soon as right in the locker room, you would have said that. You didn't say that. You didn't even say what he did to you. You just kept apologizing for what you did. If he really called you something racist, and I'm going to assume it was the N-word or something. If he really called you that, you would have been hot. And you would have told the media that. But instead, you just bring it up all of a sudden that you're hearing. Because it looked like it's just, you know, you just was looking for a way to get your suspension uh, reduced. That's what it looked like to me. So, no, I'm not buying that. As somebody who has actually been called a nigga before by a white person, uh, I know I wasn't gonna wait till next week to tell somebody. <laughs> uh, I remember what was it, seventh grade? A white boy called me um, a nigga. It was in math class. I said, "Okay, I got you, nigga. Catch me. I, wait till we get out of class. Wait till we get out of class." Oh, I meant, oh boy, it was gonna be nasty for him. It was gonna be nasty for him. They, um, my math teacher had stopped me. They said, oh, boy, had ran to his next period. Dude had to go to the other side of the school. I was going to catch him. He better thank God. To this, to this, to this day. To this day. It was going to be mitts for him. Curtains. Nap time. Sleepy time. It, he was going to get what he was looking for. But my math teacher stopped me and asked me what happened because he, he saw it was about to go down. I told him straight up. He just called me a nigga. He just called me a nigga. That's what happened. I didn't say, um, oh, I was out of line. I acted out. I know we're supposed to be doing our work, but, you know, I just got out of control and I was upset. I didn't say that. I told him what happened. I didn't wait till next week uh, when we went to the office. <laughs> like, say I did get to put my hands on him. I'm not going to wait till next week. I go to the office to the principal the week after I'm suspended, try to get my, my school suspension reduced. I'm gonna be like, well, he called me a nigga. So, do I do I have to serve the full five day suspension? Like that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell them straight up what happened, and then we're going to go from there. Miles Garrett didn't, you know, that wasn't it. That, clearly, he didn't do that. So I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. Um, 
You know, nobody else is buying it. Clearly, the, the, clearly the league wasn't buying it. Listen, man, we was having this debate in my fantasy group message once again. Dog, I I understand that Rudolph started it. I know that you know things was happening on the ground, but also, honestly, nothing that Rudolph did was suspendable. I mean, if Marlon Humphrey. Didn't get suspended for choking Odell out on the ground. Why would Mason Rudolph get suspended for what he did? Like, come on. Come on. Come on. I understand, you know, he went at him. But he didn't throw a punch. None of that. He he got smacked with his own helmet. So, like, yeah, I'm not, I can't justify that. Can't justify that. And like I said, man, if that was anybody else's quarterback, if that was your favorite quarterback, that was your team's quarterback, you wouldn't be trying to justify it either. Or def- sticking up for Miles Garrett either. Honestly. Be real with yourself. If that, if that was Lamar, Pat, Baker, uh, 12, the other 12, like, come on, dog. Be real. Y'all doing this because it's Mason Rudolph, a guy that, um, like, is he a Trump supporter? That's what, I, that's what the streets told me. He's a Trump supporter, so automatically he's a villain. So, and that's how you guys feel. But uh, I'm tired of talking about it. It's it's over now. The suspension is what it is. Uh, fines were handed out. Who cares? I mean, the, they both of these teams aren't going anywhere anyway. So who cares? Who cares? Honestly, truly. Um, but I can tell you who some teams who are going somewhere. The best team in the AFC and the best team in the NFC. Look, keep it real with y'all. I'm keep it hundred. Keep it a vanilla bean. I'm keep it a hundred grand. I'm keep it three stacks. No more than that. Best team in the AFC is the Baltimore Ravens. And if you can't see that, you're crazy. This team has won six straight. They're 8-2. Number one in the division. Second place in the conference. Lamar Jackson is playing out of his mind. Mark Ingram is going is doing a damn thing. And Gus Edwards is coming along. This defense is really good. Mark Marcus, Marcus Peters was a great, great addition to this defense. He's got two pick sixes over these stretch of, stretch of games. Uh, they've beaten the Patriots. Uh, put a hurting on the on the Texans. Went out there to Seattle, beat Russ in Seattle. Like, what else do they have to do? Well, you know, they they they've beaten who you guys think the best team in the AFC is. They've beaten who you guys think the maybe the best team in the NFC is. What else do the Ravens have to do? That's all I'm saying. Best team in the AFC, Baltimore Ravens. That's how I see it. Best team in the NFC. You already know I'm going to I'm going with this. It's the Cheeseheads, man. Green Bay Packers. Let me tell y'all something. Tell you something, you know, a lot of people don't want to give the Packers their credit, and I don't know why. Don't know why, you know, you gotta skip over them. I, I hear a lot of talk about the Vikings. Vikings not even in first place in the division. Keep hearing about the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, this, blah blah. blah. Come on, dog, for real. Kirk Cousins, that's who y'all talking about in the North right now. Um, hearing a lot about the Saints. Okay, well, I understand the Saints are good. I'm not taking nothing away from the Saints, but the Saints did lose at home. To the Falcons They lost at home To the Falcons And they still gotta go play them in Atlanta So who knows Who knows Can't really say you're the best in the league I mean the best in the, in the, in the conference When you lose in a division game To a terrible opponent at home I'm gonna have to take some cool points away from you um, Seahawks They're up there They are the 49ers, no. 
No, 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 no. Don't care about their record because the Packers could be nine and one too. You know, they're 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 passing. They're one goal line stand away from being nine and one and undefeated at home. If you want to get technical, so. <laughs> but I think that this Green Bay Packers team. One, they have the best one-two punch in the league in Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. You can debate your mom. I don't care. But you, if you want to debate me, you know where to find me. At Powery Poppy on the, on the Twitter. At Electrified Pod. Not, not me. Talk to me. Don't be scared. Talk to me. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, best one-two punch in the league. We can fight about it. We can get physical about that. No cap. <laughs> but, nah, man. And, and then, you know, you got, you got 12, of course. But this team is undefeated. Against all winning opponents, you know they they haven't really played any slouches this year. All good opponents, and they've been beating them. They've been beating them. You know they beat the Carolina Panthers. You stopped Christian McCaffrey at the goal line. Um, and now tomorrow night they they get to play the number one seed in the NFC, and they get to show. You know, like I said, man, November will show you. November will show you who's real and who's not. That's real, and tomorrow night we will see. <laughs> If the 49ers are who they say they are Look Let's get into that game Because I, I can't wait I'm ready for it now I wish it was Sunday night right now Because it's, it's going to be crazy man I've been, I've been talking about this game for weeks now It's been circling on my calendar I, I'm ready for this game I am ready for this game uh, First let's start off with the 49ers injuries Because I don't want to Also I don't want to hear no excuses Injuries It's, it's week 12 Everybody banged up. You go out there and you do what you got to do. You go out on that field and you and you play with who you got. Play with who you got. And Rodgers did this, did it without his best receiver. The Steelers picked themselves up. They doing it without their quarterback. Doing what they can do without their quarterback and you know and their running backs and their receiver. They're, they're all messed up. You don't have, hear them making excuses. So tomorrow night, uh, D Ford and Joe Stanley, uh, Joe excuse me, Joe Stanley are out. Uh, Kittle, Kittle, Debo, and uh, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders are all questionable. Don't want to hand excuses. And hope, you know, and say y'all do lose. Say the 49ers do lose tomorrow, which I feel like they will. Uh, hopefully everybody's back for the rematch. Because I'm sure, possible, we'll see y'all again in January. But it'll be at the crib this time. That time. But let's get into the game. Look, I'm going to try. I'm not even going to be biased. You know, I'm just going to. Run down some numbers. Not even just 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 a couple things. If they don't have Matt Breida, which they might not tomorrow night, the run game is going to be in trouble. Uh, Tevin Coleman and the other running back they did not perform well last week, and that caused Jimmy G to throw the ball forty five times. Forty five times. The that's the second highest this year, I believe. Forty six was the first, and that was week ten, and then week uh, nine he threw the ball thirty seven times. Here's my thing about Jimmy G. Jimmy G, all right, I'll give him this. Did he have a nice little game winner the other day? I mean, last week against the Cardinals, yeah. Did he face adversity well the first time he played the Cardinals? Yeah. I'm not taking anything away from Kyler Murray or uh, that Cardinals team. But has Jimmy G really had to duel with another MVP caliber quarterback this year? Other than Russell Wilson. And we saw what happened when he had to go to war with Russell Wilson. Russ came out on top. So, my thing is, this is Jimmy G's 
Second time going up against an MVP caliber quarterback. Somebody who is going, he's going to have to keep off the field. And somebody who, when it comes down to it, if 12 gets the ball last, I'm putting my money on 12 every time. In the next couple of weeks, back back before they played the four, um, I think it was after they played the Cardinals, the first time maybe, when I was talking about their next five and, and the ones they would lose. It wasn't because I it was a hunch that they might stumble. It's because look at the look look at the quarterbacks that Jimmy G is about to run on, run into. Tomorrow he's got to play Aaron Rodgers. Next week he's playing arguably the MVP right now, Lamar Jackson. He's got to see Drew Brees. He's got to see Matt Ryan and, and the Falcons who have playing out of their minds right now for Dan Quinn. And then he has to see Russ again. I don't think he's going to beat all of these guys. It's going to be, you know, their, their defense is going to have to step up. But like I, but also their defense has been really good. And that run game has been good. But as of late, not so much. Backfield's been suspect because of, you know, the injuries and everything. So it's forcing Jimmy G to throw more. I really don't think that Jimmy B, Jimmy G is that good. And we saw that um, in in the Seahawks game because a lot of those balls he threw on that last drive should have and could have been picked off, and that game wasn't going overtime. So I think if the Packers can get the if if they can if they get a lead if Green Bay gets a two touchdown lead or stops the run, you know Green Bay has had trouble stopping the run all year, so I don't think that it'll just magically they'll just magically show up. And uh, hold whoever's running the ball, whoever uh, to less than twenty-five yards. I don't. That's not happening. But if they can get the 49ers in a position where they can't run the ball anymore and force Jimmy G to throw the ball over thirty times, the 49ers will be in trouble. They will be in trouble, especially without their top receivers. They're going to be in trouble for sure. It's it's going to get ugly quick. It's going to get ugly quick. Because we're going to see what Jimmy G is really about. You know, you panic against Rodgers or make a mistake against Rodgers is, is, is going to come back to haunt you. You know, so yeah, man, we'll see though. We'll see. This is this is big, big playoff implications. Look, listen, it's so big that if the Packers beat them tomorrow, <laughs> that um, the Forty ers drop down to the five, and the Packers be in the one seed. Like I said. Opening night, <laughs> or what was or the uh, what was the episode fifty five, the NFL kickoff show? Like I said, y'all do not want the playoffs to run through Lambo. The Packers have only had one home playoff game in the past five years. The last time they finished, or oh, and they haven't had a bye since two thousand fourteen. Guys really want Green Bay to finish number one. Rodgers coming with a first round bye. You don't got to play three games against the Super Bowl. Only got to play two. At the crib, you might as well book your flights to Miami right now. Because that's exactly where they're going if that happens. And it's looking like it could. But, like I said, you know, tough game tomorrow ahead for the Packers. But it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with Richard Sherman. You know, in terms of putting him on 17. That's, that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, but this is a potential uh, playoff matchup, man. For sure. For sure, you know, the Green Bay Packers are great off the bye. 
Great off the bye. Um, and, you know, the 49ers have played some tough football in the past three weeks. You know, these guys are, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Also, over the past, what, seven games, the 49ers have been giving up uh, 4.9 yards per carry to the running back. So, you know what that means, Green Bay? Do you know what that means? You got to run it through Jones and Williams. That's the key to, to tomorrow's game. That's key. Do what works. Don't try to do extra. Don't try to force Tay in the game. Vontae had one and some, a buck and some change against the Panthers. Uh, humbly. Just off the humble. And we're still able to run the ball and get Jones and Williams involved adequately as we were doing previously. So... We'll see. It's going to be a good one, though. Definitely going to be a good one. Uh, you already know I'm picking the Packers to win that game. You already know. Uh, so let's get into the pick four. See, y'all, look, man, this, we got, this is the first time probably all year we had five solid games, and I had to exclude one from the pick four. But one o'clock games, we got two one o'clock games, you know, big one o'clock games. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, also, more playoff implications. We got the Panthers going to the Bayou down there in New Orleans. Now, can the Panthers, can, can Kyle Allen get this team back on track? Because what happened to them last week? The Falcons gave them the blues, right? Can, can they go to New Orleans and get it right? I don't know. But you already know what we need to see. A heavy dose of CMC, a.k.a. MVP, a.k.a. 99 overall. A.K.A. White Chocolate A.K.A. High Stepper A.K.A. The Drippest of the Drip Like come on dog That's what we need But also Kyle Allen is going to have to play a little better He's going to have to play a little better Because uh, right now he's looking real funny in the light uh, He's looking like it's looking like uh, Put the bat signal up for Cam Newton So he better do something tomorrow um, Wait a minute pause 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 I might be wrong Please hold on. Please, everybody, just hold your horses. Wait a minute. I, I honestly may be mistaken. I might have made a mistake. Do they even play each other tomorrow? That'd be a damn shame if they don't. Hold on. Hold. On. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on, man. Why the schedule taking so long to come up? All right, here we go. Okay, they do, they do. I don't know why. Who plays the Buccaneers tomorrow? The Falcons. See, I knew it was another NFC South game. I thought I got it mixed up. Nah, they do play each other tomorrow. But um, I'm gonna take the Saints at home. Let me be safe and take the Saints at home. I think it's gonna be a good game. No, now, now I was gonna that was gonna be my upset pick, but I think my upset might be the Seahawks and the Eagles. Now the Eagles had a tough game last week against Tom Brady and the Pats. Uh, tough home loss. Oh yeah, we're gonna get into that him next and what's about to happen to the Cowboys tomorrow. And I'm a little upset I didn't start him this week in fantasy. Didn't start Josh Allen. I started uh Deshaun Watson. He did all right for me. But he went to war with Jonathan Williams, and I didn't like that one bit looking scary heading into Sunday and Monday. But we got a lot of football to play. Big playoff implications on the line for my fantasy team, by the way. But the Eagles. I gave the Eagles the blues on Tuesday. What was that Monday? Gave them the blues. Gave gave Carson Wentz the blues. Can this team, they're only a game behind the Cowboys, 
Only a game, have what, half a game or a game, they could probably go for the tie tomorrow if the Cowboys lose. And they went. Now they got my guy, Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks coming to town, man. It 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 might get spook key quickly. But if that defense can if that defense can show up. I think the Eagles have a chance because they didn't look that bad last week. The offense just couldn't get right last week. I think this week they can have a slight bounce back game against the Seahawks and shock a couple people. I'm taking the Eagles tomorrow. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm going to be watching the game. I'm going to have my eye on the game. I'm just taking the Eagles. Now, America's, America's game of the week, the Cowboys in New England. Now, I've been hearing all week that this is a Super Bowl preview. I don't know. See, I don't smoke. I don't drink. But um, whatever y'all getting getting y'all fix on, hey, slide that. Let me get some because y'all got to be out of y'all goddamn minds to think this is Super Bowl preview. Because neither of these teams are going to the Super Bowl. No, not happening. Not happening. This is the closest thing y'all gonna get to it. Not will not be seeing this game in Miami. No, 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 no. no. But um, Tom Brady did not post a victory video on Monday. Uh, he's pissed. So he's going to be throwing like a bat out of hell. Uh, they got one of their linemen back. So that'll give him a little more time to wreak havoc. Um, yeah, God bless the Eagles defense. I mean, the Cowboys defense. Because, boy, it might get ugly tomorrow. Like, that might be a nasty game. Just like real live blowouts. And y'all got to go up north for that? Like, if it was in Dallas, I'd be like, all right, it might be a, you know, but y'all got to go to the cold, Foxborough. No, y'all not going up there and do nothing. No, 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 no. That's not happening. Now, Monday night, out west, out Cali, another good game in Cali. The Baltimore Ravens going out there and seeing Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Clay Matthews, Aaron Donald. Jalen Ramsey, you know what I mean? Eric Weddle. It's a lot going on in this game. You got a former Raven, Eric Weddle. Former Ram, Marcus Peters. Oh, no. It's going to be a good one. It's, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. But if Jared Goff don't show up to work, Todd Gurley better. Once again, also, they got to give the ball to Todd Gurley again. It was his first time getting 20 carries last week. Same energy this week to keep y'all in this game. But um, that's going to be the main focus for the Ravens. Ravens, you got to worry about Cooper Cup. Also, need y'all to do that for me. But yeah, Cooper Cup, uh, Todd Gurley got to limit them. Uh, you know, wherever Jalen is, don't throw over there. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Because, you know, the Ravens, do they have any, like, I don't think they have. Sneed is nice size, but a lot of those receivers are fast. Uh, Boykin, that's a grown man. You know, but I don't think anybody is as as physical big as Jalen. So I don't know, you know, whoever gets nah, I don't think y'all gonna have a good day. But um y'all already know, man, the Rams gotta worry about number eight. Twenty one thirty five. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> good luck stopping that. Good luck stopping that. But I got the Ravens going out to Cali and doing it though. I think this right here really show people if if y'all not believing already. The Ravens could be the best team in not only the AFC, but the best team in football, period. 
No city girl. That's all I'm saying. Stop sleeping on the boys, man. Stop sleeping on the boys. Um, let's see, man. What we at? All right, let's 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 get into some boxing. Let's get into some boxing, man. It's a good night. Good night for boxing coming up tonight. But before we do, we got a couple of you know a couple of things that to talk about. All right. So first of all, last night I was just minding my own business, scrolling on the gram, and uh. Uncle Floyd posted a picture of Dana White. I didn't even uh, of him and Dana White. I didn't even look at the caption to know that something was going on, and they are up to something because they are. Why? Why wouldn't they be? Is is Dana White and Floyd money Mayweather? Two money making mother lovers. And um, so Floyd said, you know, him and Dana White. Got something coming in 2020 And then he posted another picture Saying he's coming out of retirement in 2020 Honestly I'm against this But I would like to see it I'm excited to see Floyd Man I know Floyd bored I would like to see Floyd in the ring one more time Hopefully it's in the boxing ring Boxing rules Because that's all we need to see Um, But let me tell you something Let me tell you what we might see uh, May Mayweather versus Pacquiao too. That's that's in the cards. That could happen. That's realistic. Um, you know we know Pacquiao is a current title holder right now, so who knows? But that's 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 high on my list of things that could happen. Mayweather versus McGregor too. Maybe Mystic Mac might want to get his clapped again. You know we'll see. And what if? What if? Mayweather versus Jorge Masvidal for the BMF belt in the ring. Who knows? You know, you know Jorge Masvidal, Masvidal just called out Canelo. What about Floyd? What about Floyd's out here? But no, I don't know. But let me tell you what we won't see. We will not see Mayweather versus Canelo too. Look, bro, y'all gotta let that go. Canelo just gonna have to. He's gonna just have to hold that L. That's his only L, and he's not gonna avenge that. One, Floyd wouldn't do that. Two. Canelo would have to lose an entire uh, five-year-old child just to get to wait to fight Floyd. That's not going to happen either because Canelo about to be 30, and that's hard to do. You know, you're getting up in age, you know, fluctuating, cutting weight like that ain't easy. So if you really think that Canelo would go all the way down to 147 for that, you're crazy. That ain't happening at all. And if it does, I'll give everybody that listens to this episode what y'all want. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But that ain't happening. So, shh. Stop it. But I'm interested to see what does happen. I am. I'm interested to see what does happen. Uh, You know, you guys know this is a Floyd Mayweather stand account. So, we'll see, man. But speaking of Floyd, Deontay Wilder talked about him earlier this week. Listen, man. You do not talk about Floyd during your fight week. You don't. I don't care what it is. If it's bad, keep it to yourself until after the fight. You can ask Ronda Rousey. You can ask Conor McGregor. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, But Deontay Wilder said, let's see. He said, I haven't gotten... The support of Floyd as the next big African-American star and passing of the torch. And that's okay. 
Uh, sometimes it takes our own kind to come to a realization. Sometimes people don't want to let go, especially with our culture and people. We've been brainwashed for so long and put down for so long. It's taken a while to love us as a race. Black excellence has come a long way, but you still have a few crabs in the bucket of round. Uh, but all that will be washed away eventually. I don't need the acceptance or the torch pass from none of these guys. They've done a great job in their careers, not only Floyd, but a lot of them. They know who they are. You can't take nothing away from them. We have our hats off for what they've done. I just want some the same respect. I don't know. I don't have any ill will toward none of these guys that have an ill will toward me or look at me as anything else other than being great. I know I'm the best and most exciting fighter in the world and the best in boxing, period. I'll go down to flyweight and fight him to prove my point. Nobody's doing what I'm doing. If you believe me, go check my knockout reel. Look, first of all, I love Deontay Wise. I respect him. I like what he's doing. I've been watching him for what? A good five, five years now? I've been watching Wilder probably about five years now. Four or five years now. Look, that's not Floyd's job to do that for you. Um, you're not that young. You're 34. You know, you just started cooking not too long ago. Um, you know, you've had a belt for a while. This, you're also, you you know, this is a big fight for you. But come on, dog. You don't have to do this, you know. Floyd, the, the, the you know Floyd's taking black young younger black fighters under his wing. You talk about Tank and you know uh, other guys in that TMT stable, but these are young guys and he's grooming them to be, you know, the next big thing. And there's in his weight class or around that he not Floyd wasn't a heavyweight, you know. So I can understand if Floyd was a heavyweight and you felt like he was slighting you. In a way Or you feel like you're being slighted by other heavyweights Now if you're being slighted by other heavyweights Then okay yeah I understand your problem But that's that's not what we're, that's not what's happening here I just don't think that that's the case With Floyd You know I just I just don't think that's the case But I I don't know Who am I Who am I uh, Last thing here Danny Garcia said on Instagram That he wants to fight in January And also he wants a big fight In I think April uh, so I don't know what Errol Spence's um, condition is for boxing in 2020. So we don't know what's because that was supposed to be the fight. But it is time for Danny Garcia to get another title shot. I would like to see him fight Pacquiao this year. I think he deserves that. I think he'll knock Pacquiao out or it'll be a good fight. But I think he'll beat Pacquiao and send Pacquiao on his way because it is time for Pacquiao to sit his ass down. So we'll see about that. But um, yeah, man, let's go Danny. Let's go Danny. Alright man, let's get into the main event And I'm going to get y'all out of here on this good Saturday So let's start off with the tail of the tape First of all, this is the second time they fought Didn't see the first fight, it was a great fight Great fight, Wilder was hurting that fight Um, damn, what was that, December? Was that November or December of 2018? Hold on, I gotta look Because that was a while ago Was that last year or the year? Hold on, dog, hold up Hold on Man, bro, time is flying. So honestly, I I really couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell. Like that's like it's really crazy. Um, yes, that was. Oh, what? That was in March. That was twenty eight. That was March twenty eighteen. 
Where was I at March 2018? That was I know I was at school, but still, that's crazy. I thought I thought that was like November fight. Interesting, but yeah, that was when they fought the first time, and uh, Wilder ended up TKOing him. It was late, like 10th or 11th, because that was a long fight, you know, long for his standards. But a uh, good fight. So let's start off with Wilder. He comes. He's 34. Well, first of all, he comes into this fight 41-0-1 with 40 40 knockouts. Uh, his last fight was against Dominic Brazil, right? Knocked him out cold. Yeah. Nasty knockout. Um, he's 34. He comes in. He stands at six foot seven. Six foot seven foot eight. Okay. Um, he has 83 inch reach. He's an orthodox fighter out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Okay, look, man. He has. You guys already know what it is about to this day. Um, the Bonds Brahma. Bomb Squad. Like, you already know the vibes. He's scary power. power. The fight could be over in the first 30 seconds or the last 30 seconds. The f- at any moment between the bell, the first bell, and the last bell, the fight could be over. That's how serious his power is. And it's scary. Um, so, yeah, don't don't blink. Or, you know, don't go get your popcorn. Don't go take a piss. You sit right there in your seat or right there in front of your TV, wherever you're watching the fight. Do not blink. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 because Deontay Wilder might have put somebody to sleep. But um, he's going to he's going for the tie of Ali Muhammad Ali's record of his 10th straight uh, successful title defense. So that's that's happening. Um, he weighed in. I think this is the lightest he's been. At 219 pounds, I'm interested to see how that affects him tomorrow. Um, and a lot of this, I mean tonight, excuse me. A lot of this, he feels, you know, he's he's, he's exercising the demon. If people felt like he didn't win that first fight, you know, or felt like he was going to lose that first fight, he's had to exercise that demon and move on for the February fight against Tyson Fury. That's the fight he wants. That's the fight that people want to see. Uh, you know, that deal is already in place, so. Tyson Fury won his fight. Stop for Deontay to hold it, hold up his end of the bargain and bring that WBC strap with him in February. So we'll see. Um, now Luis Ortiz, he comes in. He's forty years old. He's the boogeyman. Uh, you know, a lot of high heavyweights don't want to fight this man. He comes in this fight thirty-one and one with twenty-six KOs. Uh, he's got what two knockouts and a decision? Yes, two knockouts and a decision. I think since the Wilder fight. Um, he comes out of QB. He's a southpaw. He stands 6'4", 78-inch reach advantage. So he's at a disadvantage with both height and reach. Um, let's see. Oh, he's lost a lot of weight, too. Uh, he, he weighed in yesterday 235.5 pounds. He looks like a completely different person than he did in March of 2018. Look, he's, he's not an easy out, and he hurt Wilder in that first fight. And I believe that Wilder better be on his A game tonight or it could be sleep, sleep, sleep time for Deontay Wilder, man. But it's going to be a good scrap. I got Deontay Wilder winning this fight tonight. I think the knockout is going to become, it's going to come early. I think the knockout will probably come in like the fifth round. That's how I'm feeling about it. I think, you know, uh, Deontay Wilder wants to make quick work of this, exercise this demon, and then move on to the next one. But we'll see. We'll definitely see. Uh, and I think that's all I have for you guys, man. So, look, man, enjoy enjoy your Saturday nights. 
whatever you guys got planned on tonight, you know, be safe. Don't do nothing crazy. Don't do nothing that I wouldn't do. Um, shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Shout out to my guy, my graphic designer, Christian Clay, for the fire uh, social media posts. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you, thank you. We're almost through November, man. We got two episodes left in November, I believe. Thanksgiving is next week, so I'm going to do something. I'm trying to do something cool for Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, man, that's all I got for you guys. So, episode 74, Tuesday. Be here, be there, or be square. Um, once again, I'm your host, Eric Lyons. And for the 73rd time, you have just been electrified. <laughs> yeah.